0: Hey, Back here at the Husky Bad Room How are you guys doing? I wasted a couple of minutes here trying to record this shit uh, The audio, I mean, sorry, the video So you can tell I probably haven't slept uh, I don't know how long now uh, Well, the thing is, for reasons above my pay grade And my intelligence, which isn't that much Uh, fucking video, you start recording, and automatically it just stops. I don't know, it's because this computer has enough RAM to power a calculator now. That means little, to those of you who are not technically inclined. Or I don't know what. Thing is, we're going audio again. Not because I want to, but because it is what it is. Okay, so, yeah. How you guys doing? Uh did you enjoy last week's uh fiasco? The three of you that watched, me included. Or listen rather. Let me see how many fucking Actually I can't. Anyway, uh It was weird. I would like to thank Alfred for uh popping up there and help me Shoot the breeze, uh, I would like to apologize if things offended you, but uh, we have a dark sense of humor, it was all intended in fun, not to offend anyone, uh, that was not the intention, not to offend anyone, it's just, you know, have a laugh, you know, because they're very scarce and difficult to find. Isn't it weird that, you know, last week we, uh, Alfred and I were talking about getting mugged Uh, The infamous mugging that happened to me in in, in Monumento, the monument here in Santiago. And a couple of nights ago, my wife got mugged. I posted this on Facebook, which I still don't comprehend the reason why I still have a Facebook account. I'm contemplating every minute and every second of the day why I have this account open again. Because uh, only people of, I don't even know how to say the words, follow me there. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a cesspool much like Twitter, but it's with more paragraphs and people can actually spill their vinegar and venom with more pizzazz and have the length to perform such venom in a very appropriate manner uh so um to i mean to give you the short version of it uh my wife got mugged walking home uh she uh, all her things that she had in her purse were snatched including the the house keys her debit card and her phone her cell phone uh since being technology what it is, I, I and, and this is just going to be a public service announcement. I don't know. The, the little cunts that fucking took it, I think they already caught them. Uh, my wife showed me a picture. She says that she kind of recognized them, although it was like 7.30 p.m., so it was nighttime. But she says she got a good look at their mugs. Uh, and she, saw, she sent me a picture of those little cunts, and I call them little cunts because they're kids. I mean they're not even I don't think they're 12 yet So yeah that's the future Of this fucking generation Coming at you right now We got fucking 12 year old little cunts Driving in mopeds Fucking uh, jacking people On the fucking street Because uh, apparently their fucking parents Have no way of providing for them They have to fucking uh, seek for themselves Uh, The thing is that The phone uh, Showed up uh not that not that we physically found it. Out. I just, you know, you remember Alfred uh, who talked here last week with me. Uh, well, he uh, he took some courses in ethical hacking and whatnot. So he, he hooked me up with the powers uh, and we got a, a kind of a low jack deal on the phone to put it lightly. It's not that complicated. It's Google service. You know, you report your phone is lost. Google gives you a, win, a GPS of where the fucking thing is. The thing, the beauty of it is that Alfred put a, a an alarm on the phone to sound every two minutes, whether it's on or off or e- whether it, even if you switch off the, the volume rocker or not, the alarm is going to sound every two minutes and uh, also got the GPS on where the phone is. And, and I mean, it's it pretty much stayed in the same spot for a whole day and uh it was in a place called Los Irolitos so if you're Dominican you probably get an idea where that fucking place is uh so yeah I'm very limited and very you know excited to talk about this kind of shit because this is the things that make me want to love and live in this fucking country in case you don't fucking get my point this is fucking sarcasm Apologize for uh, starting the podcast with such piss and vinegar, but you know you gotta let out the fucking steam. You gotta uh, let the people know how the fuck exactly how you feel. And in my particular case, I'm fucking livid. But like I said, the, the good thing is that we got that little uh, that little thing going on. Uh, you know, having the the sound the, the 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 alarm sound on the on the stolen phone i mean thank god she wasn't uh she wasn't she never goes out with her documents so you know and no id uh, she left her credit card which is a little bit more serious she left that at home so debit card she already got a new one so that's been taken care of we need to get her a new phone we got to talk with the uh, you know the the phone companies uh the phone company in order to get her a new sim card and all that shit uh have i gone to the police no uh, there's no point in going to the police in this fucking country which oh you have to report the phone stolen what fucking for it, chances are the fucking head of the uh, of the mafia of fucking stealing shit in the streets the little goons They pay their respects to that godfather over there in the fucking police station. Because in this country, that's how fucked up things are. That the police might be the ones that... And I'm not saying all cops are fucking corrupted. But in this country, there's a good fucking chunk. Good fucking chunk. I mean, I've met good cops in this country. I'm not going to belittle them or berate them and say, Ah, they're all fucking full of shit. They're all... uh, They're all... uh, uh, you know, uh, thieves and whatnot. No, not all of them. They're, they're good, decent cops out there. But unfortunately, the majority is the one that take the cake. And every time you hear the news, it's like a cop was uh, caught stealing this. A cop was the head of this. And I was like, fuck. And there's a side of you that understands, too, because cops are not paid well in this country. They're not fucking paid well at all. So you're like, well, I get it. You're trying to feed, put food on the table, but you're fucking people in the process. So fuck you. Uh, I I don't know what to think about you. (sighs) So yeah, we got all that. Um, Let's try to think positive, positive thoughts, positive thoughts, positive thoughts. We have a cat in the house now. I don't know if we talked about this before. I have a cat now. We have a cat. His name is his name is Lino, as my daughter named him. She's 9 going on 10. And she loves Thundercats Roar. So uh, so the cat is not the first of his name. <laughs> yeah, fuck, uh, the little fucker has a little attitude. But I like him. He's cute. I mean he, he sold me on the cuteness. He's mega cute. Mega cute cat. And loves to be petted. And shits like there's no tomorrow. I mean, that fucking sandbox, you gotta be checking it every half an hour. Because I don't know. I mean, I'm feeding him cat food. I'm not feeding him like. It's not like when we eat out or order in, uh, we give him a a plate for him as well. No, no, we keep him straight up cat food. And he just shits for days, man. That kitty litter is filled to the brim with cat shit and piss. We, do we clean it? Of course we do. God damn it. it would, we wouldn't be living in this fucking apartment if, if I didn't clean that shit up. Of course I clean it up. But the thing is that you know, as soon as you clean it up he fills it up again. That's the whole point. He shits and eats and sleeps. Sleeps like a motherfucker. I've never see I'm so sleep envy with this fucking cat he'll sleep anywhere. He'll, you lay him on your fucking shoulders he'll fall asleep there. I'm so fucking envious of this cat. I cannot get an hour of sleep at night. And this fucker sleeps the whole fucking day, night and afternoon. And it just starts fucking bugging me at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, Open the fucking door. I want to be petted. Fuck you. I love you, little kitty. But no, fuck you. <laughs> Those are jokes, people. I can't believe you, you would get offended by me making a joke about a fucking cat. Which I love, by the way. Ah, <sighs> oh, offended, uh, offended. Wow, we don't get offended anymore, don't we? No, we, we we live in the most hardcore generation of them all, don't we? And the generation that just you know knows how to take it. You can't. You you can make jokes of anything nowadays, right? I mean. There are certain things that I'm thankful that uh, uh, certain stances have been taken. And like uh, people are more. What word should I use here? People are more inclined to be respectful in certain areas, but it's all in the motive. You see. uh, Right now, I. Really don't like how the world is turning. I don't like the way the world is. I don't like uh, the way I'm seeing things. I am glad that uh, people that had been canceled before are now making, you know, baby steps back towards uncanceledness. Like, for example, Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia, if you don't know, is a comedian, stand-up comic. He's been in a couple of uh, TV uh, shows. TV sitcoms and whatnot. Uh, good, uh, uh, good uh, stand-up comic. Uh, he has a, a podcast. I think he's gonna restart it again. I think it's called "You're Welcome," and it's a solo podcast, much like what I do. You know, just talking shit, spewing shit right out of the head, of the, and with no preparation, no prep time, no whatever. He just shoots out, and it was funny. I liked it, and then it stopped because then he got. Uh, Fucking accused by a bunch of women saying that he was uh, fucking them on the side when they were uh, underage. By the way, this happened years ago and uh, before he met his current woman, the woman which he lives with and uh, just had a son with while all these allegations came by. And uh, the dude came back this week and did like a nine minute video where uh he said that he did everything consensual and i kind of believe him not because he's a dude but because uh there has been no actual prosecution made against him so uh like has people gone to the police oh so he a he said she said he said he said and oh yeah yeah i got proof here but you're just showing one side of the conversation. I mean, uh and and it's not like he denied it either. Like he, oh yeah, he did f- fuck a bunch of girls. He fucked a bunch of women and that's something he called uh called himself out on and he admitted that he treated uh, sex like it was a handshake, like nothing. And now he's taking he says that he takes more ownership over it and he apologized for you know his overt sexual sexualization of women and whatnot. That now he has a different perspective since he's now a dad. As uh, something that he wasn't before, he didn't have no responsibilities. He was just a single guy with a libido that worked, and uh, was uh, women throwing himself at, him, at, at themselves at him, and he was like, "Well, fuck, you want to fuck? <laughs> Fine." And he treated it very nonchalantly, and he admits that, to that. So he got he's co- he's making a really stretch to come back, and it was a shame because he was going to be in the new Zack Snyder movie, not the Justice League one, the the the, the one that's going to be on Netflix with Dave Batista was going to be on that movie, and they cut him out of the movie due to all the allegations. Because that's all it's needed now, you know, you, you fuck up, and people say that you fucked up, and they point it out, and that's enough just to uh, remove. Any type of food out of your table. Uh, another guy that came back this week was Ryan Callen. He came back to The Fighter and the Kid. I'm basically doing this the podcast beats. <laughs> but these are comedians. And why I'm talking about comedians. It's like the reason I talk about comedians. And, and, and I talk about these f- uh, people that are kind of interesting to me. Is because comics at this day and age have become like... Are sages, uh, the people that ha- that are actually being the voice of reason, and that's kind of fucked up when you think that a comedian, a person who should, you know, talk about satire, the person that should be talking about, you know, uh, twisting perspectives just to make us uh, us laugh, yet. When you listen to the podcast of these comedians, like uh, uh, you know Andrew Schultz, uh, uh, Rogan, of course, uh, Tim Dillon, uh, Tom Segura, uh, jo- uh, 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 Joey Diaz, all these comedians, you hear them and you listen to a balanced worldview. You don't agree a hundred percent with everything that they say. But at least you see that these people are looking at things through a very balanced worldview. Like not trying to shit on one side specifically, but looking at both sides and calling the bullshit on both sides. Because guess what? Bullshit is not an exclusive thing to the people opposed to your views. Bullshit is a universal language spoken by every single human being that has ever existed in the history of the human race, me included, you included, anyone included, if you're a human being, if you the human genome is inside of you, guess what? There is a one trillion percent chance that you're gonna be a bullshit artist because we're all bullshit artists. Uh, some of the some of us are just better at it, or some of us are better at hiding it, but all of us lie. All of us are our fuck ups. All of us say shit. That are not true. All of us see things from a, very, uh, from a prism that has some truth into it, but is not one hundred percent sure or a hundred percent truth. We make conjunctions, we make assumptions, we make ideas of what we think is true, but it is not. We don't know what the fuck is truth. We have no fucking clue. Truth can come and punch us in the fucking face, and we'll be like, "Well, that's bullshit." And it happens now. It happens right now. And it happens on both fucking sides. And what are the both sides? You know what the fucking both sides are, you fucking hypocrite. And I'm fucking done playing bullshit. And that's why I talk the way I talk. That's the way. That's why I I I don't want to be fucking hiding. And and why the reason why I wanted the video so you can see my fucking face is seeing that I'm not trying to be funny. Hoo hoo gaga gee or whatever the fuck. I'm just trying to be real. Like in a sea of bullshit, of infinite bullshit, with the heap of that shit, the smell of shit goes high to high heaven. I'm just trying to be like a little bit of truth. And it's to call out bullshit from both sides. Because if if I may quote uh, <laughs> wrestling promo. Yeah, we have to go wrestling every once in a while. I'm sorry. Uh, if we have to go a wrestling promo, I would quote uh one of the best promos, not the not the promo, but one of the best promos CM Punk uh did. If you don't know who CM Punk is, I don't have the time to lecture you. <laughs> you can Google that shit. But one of the best promos was is CM Punk cutting on on John Cena. No, not the pipe bomb promo, not that one. A little later, is when he called CM Punk. You have become that which what you hate. You are a Boston Cel- uh, Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox have become the New York Yankees because well, guess what? They become a dynasty. They started winning championships. That's exactly what these woke pieces of shit lefties have become. They become that which they hate. They become religious assholes. Because they're taking their dogma, shoving it down people's throats, and forcing people to live the way they see it fit. Guess who does that exactly? Religious motherfuckers. So guess what? You have proven the most oldest principle of all time. Humans equal shit. People equal shit. As said so by the philosophers in Slipknot. People equal shit. People equal shit. So yeah. We're full of shit, people. And you wanna be self righteous. Go ahead, keep lying to yourself. Go look at that fucking mirror and look at yourself with and by the way, lefties, uh if you are so convinced that you're in the truth and we live in a postmodern world where truth doesn't exist, so I don't know why the fuck you get so high and dry or high and mighty when you're talking about, well, there is no such thing as, then what you just said is not true. Also, then there is no such thing as transgenderism because that's, there's no such thing as truth because you're trying to, when you make a statement, generally speaking, when you make a statement, you make, you're trying to imply that there is truth in that statement. So if you're, everything that you say is bullshit. So why the fuck should I believe you? Why the fuck should I take your words as bu- uh, as gospel? Because the Bible, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but at least it says it's truth and believes in truth. And postmodern people don't believe in fucking truth because they say it's all oh, truth is relative because it's whatever you believe it. So how fucking osmosis and fucking convenient that bullshit is. That's too fucking deep. At this hour and uh, honestly I've been very sleep depraved And Couldn't give a rat's ass more Talk about that shit The thing is we're all bullshit All humans doesn't matter the side Doesn't matter the belief system The belief system is the excuse I've already said that a bunch of times in this podcast The belief system is the excuse The real shit is The feelings behind the fucking guy Behind that fucking ideology The ideology don't mean dick Look at Robbie Zacharias. He talked a good game about Christianity. He talked a good game about apologetics. In his private life, he was slinging dick like he was Donald Trump with a bunch of fucking Viagra pills. I'm sorry. And it fucking pisses me off because he fooled a bunch of people, including those women, who he took advantage of. Does it mean that his philosophy is wrong? Well... What what he preached was wrong. Well, you can take it to the test uh, and to say, determine what he said was true. But his life was definitely bullshit. So he was lying to himself because that the the biggest crime that he, he committed was that he was living a fucking lie. And that's what I don't want to do. I want to be like showing and and that's a double edged sword, by the way. I, and I'm and I'm fully aware of it. And hence why I'm doing these fucking podcasts. So that way I'm not trying to hide what I am. I am a flawed human being and I don't pretend to be a very, a complete one. I'm fucking confused. I'm fucking, I'm fucking angry. I'm a bunch of fucking things in me that are not okay. They're not okay. And you know what? That's a good thing. Why? Because it's better to admit that you have a problem. I have a problem with authority. I have a problem with leaders. I have a problem with people pretending they're bullshit, uh, 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 pretending to be something that they're not. I have a problem with religious uh, motherfuckers that think that they know everything when in reality they're dumb as fucking dog shit and they don't know dick about dick and they just hide behind for a dogma that uh, that was shoved down their fucking throat. And live that to what they the degree that they believe that it's true, but it's actually fucking bullshit. And the Bible doesn't teach half of the shit that they believe, but they they since that shit was shut down their fucking throats, they believed it as truth and they want to impose that shit on others. Guess what? That happens exactly the same on the other side as well. So, that type of bullshit, I'm fucking done with it on both sides. So, both right and left, go fuck your mother there go fuck your mother uh let's go to the wandavision review <laughs> last week i didn't do episode seven because you know i was talking to alfred alfred didn't has not seen wandavision so i'm not that type of dick that just spoils a fuck the living fuck out of a, a series uh to uh entertain him so uh i'll give a brief review on episode seven basically it was uh, agatha or uh Agnes yeah it was Agnes all along uh, She was manipulating uh, The whole thing yeah, But the Hex Was created by Wanda That's the truth And uh, Monica got powers Because she re-entered the Hex And on this episode On episode 8 now which I just saw A few minutes ago uh, We get finally get the answers Of what actually really happened And once again spoilers the fuck galore if you haven't seen episode eight don't stop right now go watch the episode and then come back and listen to what i have to say okay so three two one uh we get a full explanation of the uh psychotic episode that wanda's going through so basically to shorten the explanation of the whole fucking thing that's been going on it has been Wanda that has created the Hex, the whole thing that is going on in Westview. It was Wanda, but she didn't do it willingly, maliciously, out of spite and evil. It's just that she's been carrying a fucking baggage since he was a, she was a child. And apparently she's had her powers way before she was in contact with the Mindstone. Uh, we showed her, shown when she was a child, how her parent, her father was a video uh, DVD uh, salesman, apparently selling DVDs. So you see that he had my I Love Lucy DVDs, uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, basically, every sitcom that WandaVision has been ripping off is because it's been based on her childhood and adolescence watching all these fucking TV shows. So uh and uh, then a bomb went off and killed their parents but Pietro and her survived then they hide under the table the bomb was about to go off but Wanda uh unexpectedly uh was able to neutralize the bomb and apparently that was the first time she used her powers flash forward we go to uh because all of this is by the way uh, all the past is being manipulated by uh at agatha or agnes uh and she's trying to in using her magic to force wanda into looking at her past all the the pain in her past in order to see where is the origin of her power because agatha wants wanda's power and she wants to know how wanda is performing all of this so she's been incognito in the whole hex just because she sees that wanda has all this power but she is noticing that wanda is doing this not knowing her full potential not knowing her full power she I that still doesn't understand what's going on but she is doing this but like in almost in a subconscious level so uh they go forward to you know with the Hydra experiments and uh there's uh the and you see Loki's scepter and the, the scepter just floats into her the gem comes to her and it expands and it explodes and then goes back to where it was. And when you see the the security footage from the Hydra agents, they couldn't catch nothing of what actually went on. But Wanda, you know, was in contact with the gem and it kind of exploded in her face and she got a glimpse of the future of herself, but like her silhouette. And then they do another time jump and it's now near before... Like right after Age of Ultron. Pietro just had died. Wanda is mopey watching TV in her room. Vision comes in and like tries to uh, cheer her up. And you see like their first interactions with each other. When they, uh, you know, start talking to each other. And Wanda sees this. And then we get to the revelation of what happened just before the Hex thing. And spoilers, spoiler alert. Wanda did not steal Vision's body. She went to see him and because when she came back from the snap she wanted to bury uh, Vision because it was against Vision's uh, wishes to be resurrected in any sort of way. And in fact, the Dick, uh, the director of SWORD had uh, Vision's body and they were trying to replicate Vision but they didn't have any Mind Stone so they couldn't replicate nothing so they couldn't do anything with it and you can see that the dude was trying to peg Wanda for a reaction and Wanda did get pissed and she broke the glass as you saw the security uh, uh a vid- a video but she didn't steal the body she just left enough energy like touched him and they noticed that vision's body reacted kind of because Wanda's powers are kind of based on the minds uh, mind gems uh, or the Mind stone and whatnot so uh the plan was so to whatever it was to have Wanda use her powers, I guess that was the, the plan of uh the guy from Sword, the dick, director of Sword, to get some way to harness Wanda's powers to resurrect vision. So it is revealed that then uh she has uh, she had a letter and then she drives into Westview, New Jersey. This is happening right after she said goodbye to Vision's body and whatnot that she left in sword. She saw the note and uh, the letter and the letter it was a letter from Vision and apparently Vision had purchased a property, a piece of land in Westview, New Jersey, to set it up so they can build a house there. And that was like the the the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And Wanda let out a scream and that's when she started recreating everything. She created the first thing she created was the house. And then out of her powers, she created a version of vision. So the vision we've been seeing all along, spoilers galore, is the fabrication of Wanda's magic. So this is not even the real vision. This is not the real vision. This is a creation of Wanda's powers. So like the twins and like the whole entire town. So A- uh, Agatha has been wondering, wants to know how she controls it. And now she understands that uh, Wanda's magic or cha- chaotic magic and that anything that expands outside of the bubble or the hex, as they called, is not going to survive because it's only under her control. But and that's when Ag- Agatha pulls out the twins and brings the fight outside of the house and Wanda's about to throw down with them and that's when Agatha ends the episode by calling uh Wanda for the first time ever Scarlet Witch. So we finally in canon have Wanda Maximoff being called by her comic book name the Scarlet Witch. And then we have a actor credit scene where we see that, remember the drone that they shot uh, Wanda in a few episodes back that the director did? Apparently that was all part of a plan. It was all part of the plan. Uh, he shot uh, th- th- that uh, uh, drone to Wanda, not to harm her because he knew he couldn't, but it was just so that she can get enough of her juice, her powers in there. And guess what? The real uh, body of Vision was resurrected. So now we have the real Vision being resurrected, however, with some sort of powers. And it's not Vision as we knew him. It's uh, Vision in a pale version of Vision. So uh, there's only one episode left, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. Also, uh, we got the news as a recording date right now. That they're going to reboot Superman. And they're going to go with the black Superman. And J.J. Abrams is somehow uh, attached to this project. Um, I got nothing against telling... Because it, it is canon. Part of uh, DC multiverse lore. That there is a black Superman who happens to be the president of the United States. Of that said world. There, there are actually two black Supermans. If, I'm, if I recall correctly and uh, am i so i i ain't got nothing against uh, the black superman it's just that what the fuck happened to henry cavill like what because he got too expensive for you now dc you don't want to use him no more keep henry cavill keep him and keep using him and there's nothing fucking wrong i hate all the fucking hate of Man of Steel because Man of Steel got all the hate in the world oh, because it wasn't fun. It's not a fucking Marvel movie. Not everything has to be a fucking Marvel movie. It, not everything has to be funny. <laughs> Fuck you. You fucking blowhards. God damn it. Yes, Batman v Superman. A lot of flaws, but then I saw the extended cut and made a little bit more sense. Still got my shit against uh, the whole fucking Martha thing. Then Justice League. Holy fucking shit. What a piece of shit. But hopefully, we'll get to see a better version now with the Snyder Cut. By the way, in a couple of weeks. So, and get ready fucking four hours of that shit. Holy motherfucking God. So, (laughs) uh, So, the thing is, like, I feel that we haven't had closure with Henry Cavill. There's still a lot of untapped potential there. And Henry Cavill is a good superman it's just that you know he worked with the material that was given to him and you know it was more misses than hits so i don't know it seems to me it, again nothing against there being a black superman i got nothing against there being a black superman as i said before it is canon as long as it's canon as long as there is president for that i'm game i'm okay i'm even okay that they introduced him in the flash movie that's okay and you can then you know expand the character from there because you know the flash movie is about to open the the multiverse of the dc universe is and you're going to show you the different versions of uh of superman and of every dc character fine you can flesh out the character and one of those movies but don't have him be the main superman I think we already have a main Superman. His name is Henry Cavill. The problem with DC is they don't have a North. They don't have a guideline. Not like Marvel. And that I do give Marvel the credit. Because Marvel, say what you will, has a North. Has a path. Has a way of of them doing things. Now they might change that path here and there in certain aspects. But mostly it sticks to the script it sticks to what the main purpose of the entire universe is. Uh, with DC, is choppy as motherfucking hell, and you don't see no coherence whatsoever. Like for example, I'll just throw fucking Wonder Woman 1984 under the bus for the trillionth time and the billionth person on on the planet to do so. But just like one in a billion plot holes in nineteen in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, uh, wasn't in the first movie? Weren't we told that Diana was forbidden to practice or take participate in anything uh, Amazonian training uh, thingy done until she was of age? And then, in all of a sudden, we start ni- Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four with. Uh, uh, Diana participating in what i i assume are the Amazonian Olympics so uh so who the fuck was lying and apparently somebody forgot that they said something that they the character shouldn't have been done doing sorry and that's just fucking pointing out a little aspect of how fucked up things are in DC there is no north there is no cohesive Way, and you can well, you can explain it away, but it's a multiverse. But uh, these characters are supposed to be living in the same shared universe. I the characters. I mean, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, rest in peace, <laughs> and Flash. So I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, I uh, had to land it there with some geeky shit. Uh, uh, if you want to help me out and continue in this thing keep buying the t-shirts at Public store you know it's working they took some of the designs down Warner Brothers did this time which amazes me and these designs were up for a while I mean you can say what you will but at least uh, WWE were more on top of their shit removing my designs before everyone then came Disney, and then, I mean, no, Disney hasn't even made a, a dent in the whole thing. But anyway, I digress. Uh, buy my T-shirts, or whatever designs are left, if DC hasn't, you know, closed all that. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, I'll be in a better mood next week. Hopefully, it'll be more bearable. So again, this has been the Husky by Boo. This has been Ariel. Take care. Bye.